What is good, everybody? It is your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again. I am so happy to have this man right here on the show. One of my guys from Twitter, man. The, the man, he writes for Sports Mockery. He is Dave from Sports Mockery. That is what he is known as. Dave, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm Like I said, I'm excited to finally get this thing going. I know for we've sure. been in the works for a couple months here, so finally linked up, so I'm excited. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into the content, we want to let you guys know that we do Talk Chicago Sports Weekly. We want you to like the video, subscribe to the page, make sure that you hit that bell so that you can see all of the content, and that this video is brought to you by Martinelli Originals. They make these lovely logos here uh, that make the studio pop you know what i'm saying uh and if you want to go find yours check the link in the description below now let's get into this bears talk there's a reason this bears head behind is behind me there's a reason we've got dave on the show dave i would call you a a bears aficionado is is that's probably that's probably too much i mean i'm just a really big fan at the end of the day but i mean i I love i love the bears you know so you're definitely correct on that so so let's get into this week. Let's jump right on it. So we were going to talk about, hopefully there was going to be this big episode about Le'Veon Bell signing here. That did not happen. He goes to the Chiefs. We've got a lot of questions on this field, especially with the running game. So I ask you, what is this Bears running game coming into a Carolina Panthers team that has been gashed by the run this season? Yeah, I think we're going to find out this week what the run game really is. I mean, if we can't really judge Montgomery in this offensive line uh, from the last pre, you know, last two weeks. We went up against Indy and Tampa Bay. We're probably top five defenses in the NFL, um, according to DVOA. Yeah. So I think Carolina, like you said, they are bottom of the league when it comes to stopping the run. So I think Monty's going to have a big game. It's going to be interesting if he doesn't, because then it's going to raise questions, you know. But I think this is the game where we find out, hey what is our running game going to be? Because the first couple games, we thought we had it. You know, yeah. we were kind of – it was surprising, a lot of people. So I think we're going to find out. I think they get back on track. I think Monty gets over 100 yards. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, but I think this is the game that gets the offense kind of back on track. And we kind of hopefully are talking about a Bears team that's 5-1 and one heading into a Monday night game against, um, I believe, it's uh, the Rams. So yeah. we'll see. But like I said, I think the run game is going to – really show itself this this week so is this a game that 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 shapes the face of this team moving forward i mean if you we've we've heard all the talk you know oh they got lucky against detroit oh they should have lost against new york oh they you know there's there's of course everything oh they they were almost blown out by atlanta uh atlanta atlanta did atlanta things is this the game that if the bears come out five and one we finally got to give this team the respect that they deserve I think any team that starts off five and one, you have to, no matter, no matter what and how they got the wins, you have to respect them a little bit. Obviously, I don't, you know, there's going to be people, like I said, the Bears could win the Super Bowl and there will still be doubters. Um, yeah. It's just, it comes with, you know, the national media. But I, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I don't know 100% what this team is. I think we're a playoff team, uh, but I think you have to beat Carolina. This is a matchup that you should win. The Bears, um, like I said, they have to win this one. Um, especially with a tough, you know, few games coming up. I think you got the Rams, Saints, and then um, about maybe Green Bay. I'm not 100% sure, but it's going to be tough down the road. Um, so you have to take care of these games that you should win. 
Um, and as far as addressing, you know, the people that said, you know, they almost lost to Detroit, you know, almost lost to Atlanta, you're 100% correct. But, I mean, Minnesota is one and four, and I guarantee you if you ask any of their fans, they would rather be, a, you know, the worst four and one team than the best, you know, one and four team in, in, in the NFL. So it, you take it what you can. I mean, four and one, I'm not going to fl- complain. You're not going to complain. So I just really need five and one, um, and I'll feel yeah. a lot better. So. So, so here's your schedule moving forward. You got Panthers, Rams, Saints, Titans, Vikings, and then you hit the bye. And and listen, these these are all as I look at these teams and I look at this Bears team. These are all very winnable games to me with this defense. But when you look at how this offense is played, they got to keep moving in the right direction, especially when you get into into the Titans and into the Saints. It, how how many wins do you think this Bears team can pile up before the bye is is actually over? I think it all depends on this game in Carolina. Um, you lose this one, you're you're four and two. You lost to a team that you know you should have beat. It, it can you know cause some dysfunction, especially if the offense sputters again. Yeah. Say Nagy uh, has another game where the play calling and Foles is missing the deep shots, or even the early you know the easy third down throws to Allen Robinson early in the Tampa game. If that continues, then it's going to be an issue. I, I think. Um, with the whole team because the defense has done its job for the most part this year they haven't been great uh tampa bay you know that was almost like a coming out of party yeah. coming out party with with mac and um brent urban and uh, hicks and, and you got fuller with a hit so i think this game right here really sets the tone for the rest of the season and how far this team can go because you you beat this team and if you beat them single-handedly and you beat them you know by you know comfortably um it'll be the first win you could say that the bears you know won comfortably and that and say the offense actually produces that's something you can build on we can't keep having week in week out when is the offense going to take the next step what's the identity is Foles going to ever figure it out and i think you know with the extra kind of mini buy i think this is exactly um what the offense needed and we're going to find out you know what Nagy and Foles can do um, and hopefully, you know, come Monday, you know, we're going to be excited about this team. So when you when you you mentioned that 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 offensive play calling um, from Matt Nagy, when you look at this team, it's almost mind blowing to think that they haven't had a plus 40 yard touchdown in almost two years. Um, I think Allen Robinson's was 36 yards or uh, uh the week versus uh, Atlanta, and, and you look at this team, it's just since 2018 they haven't had a plus 40-yard touchdown. Matt Nagy is supposed to be this offensive guru. We're going into week five. If this team can't score more than 19 points yet again or, or more than 20 or it looks like the offense is struggling, is it time for Matt Nagy to think about giving up this play-calling duties? It's going to be interesting um, to go back, you know, to 2018 uh, crazy stat, by the way, not hitting a, on a 40 yard touchdown that blows my mind. Um, so I think um, when it comes to 2018, even 2019 and even the you know first five games of this season, there's been moments and there's been opportunities that both Trubisky and Foles have had to hit those deep balls yeah. to get those, you know, 50 yard plus touchdowns. And it's just, you're missing those plays. You're, you're either whether Trubisky, you know, overthrows his receiver that we've become accustomed to that eventually <laughs> basically got him benched. Yeah. Um, and then with Foles, you know, Foles' deep ball, if I'm not mistaken, was something that he was supposed to be extremely, 
um, better than Trubisky at. And yeah. I just haven't seen it yet. And and maybe that's something just with his receivers, you know, uh, that he still has to work on. But I think Matt Nagy and the play calling, I, it's weird because one game I'm really upset. I think uh, I think a lot of fans can relate to this. One game I'm like, what what is Nagy doing? He's too yeah. cute. He it's just. Curl routes, it just doesn't make Whenever sense. Whenever Cordero like, Patterson runs up the middle. <laughs> yeah, on third, on third and one, when you you want Monty there to, you know, you know Monty is, he's just so, he's so good. He, I, I'm hoping, you know, like I said, Carolina kind of gets him going because he's a workhorse, man. Whether he's catching on the backfield, his receiving game has gotten a lot better, and I don't think that's talked about enough. Um, but I think, like I said, Nagy – the play calling one game is just – it's almost like Mitch and how he plays. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. So, hopefully, he has his quarterback in Nick Foles. Hopefully, we find out what Matt Nagy is as a play caller and a play designer. And like I said, I have I have all the respect for Nagy and, and even Ryan Pace to an extent, but especially Matt Nagy because he, he's had a tough go at it. Mitch – just could not handle what he was throwing at him. Yeah. So he had to water it down. He's had to do all these things. He hasn't had, really had a quarterback that will be able to run his offense the way he wants to. And I think Foles, um, I think Foles is the guy. Um, but at the same time, there are some limitations with him as well. Uh, but we're going to find out, like I said, in the next couple of games, especially against Carolina, uh, a team that they should, that they should beat pretty well. They should put up points. Because Carolina's defense is banged up, and they're not that good. Yeah. So if they can't, like you said, score more than 19, 20 points against this team, it's going to be a long week, um, and it's going to raise a lot of questions, and, and it's going to make the people who you know don't believe in this team uh, even louder you know, and have even more negative um, takes on them. So like I said, a lot of hangs in the balance this week. Yeah, for me, even even I think even if they came out of this game and they wanted something like 19-17, uh, this is a game for me that if you can't get the run game going, if you don't make a commitment to the run game, if you're not able to score points because you're looking at this offense and you're like, well, we got to keep passing the ball. Verse, by the way, one of the better passing defenses in the NFL. Now, you said that they are a little banged up coming into this week, but still you you got to pay them the respect that, that they deserve. And for me, it's it's very it's very interesting that we haven't seen that commitment in these last two weeks. And I, I really, really hope that we see that this week because Carolina is just a very – I mean, uh, uh, um, why am I blanking on his name now? Atlanta Falcons running back from Atlanta – or from uh, – that was in L.A. Uh, Ty Gurley. Ty oh, Gurley yeah, yeah. destroyed them. I was like, oh, my God, is yeah. it 2018 again? Well, you could go back to the Detroit game where you have, a, you know, an older version of Adrian Peterson. I think he rushed for uh, 90 yards. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He really beat us up. Yeah. And that was that was scary. Thank God, you know, for Swift dropping that ball. Otherwise, we could be, like I said, the season could be completely different. Yeah. Um, that's football for you, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, when you look at this team, of course we know we can, we can harp on the quarterback all day. At the end of the day, who – what what part of this team do you believe needs to improve the most? I think it's actually a little bit every. I think special teams. You look at it. The Bears haven't played their best football yet. Um, maybe the defense play. Maybe the defense is, is probably the closest, especially with that Tampa Bay outing. I think the special teams um, defense um, and even the offense can play better. But if you wanted me to pick, you know, a 
a side of the ball, it's obviously going to be the offense. I think this offense, uh, the offense like it is every year, even in 2018, it will decide how far this team goes. Yeah. Um, if the, if Foles can just be 16th, the 16th or you know 16th to 20th best quarterback in the NFL with this defense, uh, with the weapons and you know and all that, I think the Bears have a shot to you know at least make the playoffs. And then once you get in, you have Foles, who, I mean, he plays bit and bit. He just makes plays, and then when it comes and when it matters, um, he just makes those throws, you know. And then yeah. you just can't count him out. I mean, look, go back to you know the Super Bowl run with the Eagles. Go back to 2018 where he came into Soldier Field. Yes, we should have won. We won't bring up you know his name, but we don't say that name in, on this show. He came in and played against one of the best defenses in the NFL, may, top, right. maybe the best defense that year. So Foles, you get into the playoffs. You will always have a shot with him at you know as your quarterback, right? And then you pair him with this defense that something that he has never had, man. It's it's dangerous, man. So, like I said, we'll go as far as the offense takes us this year, and that's that's kind of like you know it is when it comes to the Chicago uh, Bears teams at fast. So, and, and I think that's so scary. Like you look at the like you said, this defense is it. Is it the 2018 defense? No. And I think what's hilarious to me is we look at this defense and and people always say, oh, well, they're not as good as they used to be. They're not as good as they once were. What is this team? And it's like, yeah, well, we're comparing them with a historic defense. You know what I'm saying? Like we're comparing them with a defense that at certain points was compared to the 2005 and 85 Bears. Like, there's not much you can – it's tough to live up to those expectations for the entire duration, but – when I look at this defense, there's really only one spot that I see that it can actually improve. Uh, and for me, that that's the middle of the field. So I'll ask you this. What have you seen from, from that linebacking core? Uh, we saw Roquan get juked out of his shoes about three times last week. And Danny oh, Trevathan man. just looks like he was the wrong the wrong guy to pay. I think I think Danny, Danny T... <sighs> In the beginning of the season, it was rough. He looked slow. I think he's starting to heat up a little bit more. I think his game against Tampa was a little bit better. Not not as concerned. Um, I I was a you know pretty high on um, you know Nick uh, Kwiatkowski. Yeah. But Roquan is an interesting guy because I mean if you could kind of play devil's advocate here, he would he was you know. Yes, he got juked out. Yes, he missed some tackles, but he was in the right spot. He looked fast. Oh, you for know? sure. So if he just if he just wraps up and you know finishes those plays, we're talking about you know real time potentially having his best game uh, against Tampa. But I think the middle of the field is concerning. But I like I said, I, those guys are you know pros, and I think Roquan and uh, Danny T will figure it out. I think they're getting better as the season goes as well. Um, but yeah, I mean I have my concerns. I really Roquan is the one that is the most intriguing because I really thought he was going to have a, a really fantastic year. And, and for his draft, you know, he's drafted in, t- you know, first round. Um, you expect a little bit more. He's not a bust, of course. But, right. I mean, when it comes to, you know, linebackers in Chicago Bears, there's a standard, yeah. you know. And is yeah. he meeting that standard? I, right now he's not. And it sucks to say, yeah. but he's, he's had his flashes. Um, but like I said, I'm a big believer in Roquan. I think he'll figure it out, and I really hope he does. But there's a standard in Chicago when it comes to playing linebacker. Um and he just needs to meet it. Simple as that. And um, but like I said, it's it's kind of scary. The Bears defense it, it's hasn't played its best football, but it, it's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, and that should be encouraging, you know, as far as you know this team moving forward and going deeper, hopefully into the you know into the playoffs. For sure, for sure. We've got Dave here with us for a few more minutes. Dave from Sports Mockery. Uh, 
We want to know your opinions in the comments below as well. Let us know what do you think some of the things are that the Chicago Bears can work on. How confident are you in this team? Uh, before we get out of here, I want to get your opinion on uh, what you think is going to go down Sunday. What do you think these, these Chicago Bears are going to be able to do against the Carolina Panthers this Sunday? Uh, you put me on the spot here. So <laughs> predictions, right? Yeah. You want predictions? So going into Sunday – uh, one o'clock start. I think it's going to be, I th like I said, I think the bears, um, I think they have a good game. I don't think it's, you know, the breakout game that we all want, but I think Foles throws a couple touchdowns, the defense, I think they get pressure on, on, on Bridgewater. I think they make it, you know, kind of a similar performance uh, against Tom uh, and the Bucks. So I think the bears win it pretty good. I think 24, um, 24, 10. I don't think they Ooh. give up a lot of points. Um, 24, maybe 14, but I think 24-10. I really think the defense is going to show that last week was just the beginning, that, that you know, Quinn's going to make an impact. You're going to yeah. see Hicks still doing his things. Mack is on a mission. So I think the defense is really going to set the tone early, which is going to help Foles in the offense, maybe get a couple easy, you know, good field position, easy scores. And I think Foles throws a couple touchdowns, maybe a pick. I don't know. But I think the defense, like I said, is going to kind of ride high from that win in Tampa and just, you know, kind of pick up where they left off. So I think 24-10, um, you know, the Bears, you know, they're not in the 30s yet, but, I mean, 24, I'll take it. Yeah, you've got them so, handling them pretty soundly. If, if you got them 24-10, that's uh, – I'd take a 24-10 victory – any day you yeah. know my heart's not very, racing in the fourth I'm quarter very, <laughs> yeah, I'm very optimistic like I said I think this is the first comfortable win that we get yeah I mean obviously predictions are you know hearsay but yeah. um my worst fear like I said is a Mike Davis revenge game you know even maybe Teddy Bridgewater yeah. but I mean Bridgewater in the offseason I think it was reported today that you know Nagy said um they, they did scout him they were interested in him uh, but if you go back to some of the reports, he wasn't he didn't want to compete with Mitch Trubisky, whether he just didn't think it was a fair shot. You know, we can read into that what we will. Um, but, you know, revenge games are a real thing. The Bears have had it. You yeah. know, a couple of players that have really just Gashed stuck us. it to us. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, the I Cedric Benson game is always iconic, unfortunately. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, like I said, I'm pretty optimistic when it comes to Chicago sports, especially at the, you know, the Bears are four and one. I mean, I'd rather be positive than negative. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, good energy that the offense kind of – I'm not expecting Mahomes or, you know, Lamar Jackson or, you know, just any offense, you know, in the NFL to, you know, that puts up points to do that. But 24 points is, I think, a realistic goal uh, against a defense uh, in Carolina that's just not what the Bucks or even um, Indianapolis was. And you played the Bucks defense, yeah. I think we put up 20, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, give me four more points. Just give me four more points and Please. give me a comfortable win, you know. So there we go. I don't want to be stressing in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, and then I got to oh, see all the Trubisky tweets on my timeline. Like we didn't bench, we benched you for falls. Why? Oh man, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, like I said, I'll be honest. I it was looking bad there in the beginning. Uh, uh, I think that first quarter against Tampa, I could not believe it. I was. I mean, I think everyone was frustrated, and everyone kind of was. You know, had some hot takes you know when you look at look back to that night there was just a ton of people a ton of people you know clowning foals but i mean he pulled through he didn't have the greatest game but he definitely he definitely showed up when it mattered i so. and 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 that's the big thing about him i think he's one of those guys that you you look at him and you're just like is he is he a franchise quarterback i hope not but if he can just be 
good enough for this defense to destroy people. That's all I need of you. I don't need you to be complete passes, keep the defense from being tired. Things will go well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Foles is, like I said, is he a franchise guy? No. Uh, he hasn't at least proven that throughout his career. I think he's a good bridge quarterback. Yeah. I think if you if we can get a year or two out of him where we're able to compete um, and then draft a quarterback this year in the first or second round, let him develop, let him sit. Man, for um, real. For real. Let Matt Nagy pick his guy. You know, like I said, he could be the perfect bridge quarterback where you're able to kind of compete, um, not pay him too much, um, and at the end of the day, help him develop a young guy um, that – you know, quarterbacks are developing and coming into the league ready to play. So who knows, two years from now, we might have, you know, like Zach Wilson from BYU uh, that I really love. Yeah. I don't think we're going to have, you know, the ability to get like Justin Fields or, you know, Trevor Lawrence, but um, or even Trey Lance, who I would – I mean, he's – I like Trey Lance too. But maybe like a Zach Wilson at BYU. He's probably my favorite prospect, you know, realistic prospect for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, Foles, franchise guy, probably not. Um but, you know, we'll see. Or we just go – we wait it out. We wait till Arch Manning is ready because from what I saw oh, of him uh, on ESPN the other day, uh, he's got a lot of the family traits. <laughs> Dude, is he a so- I think he's a sophomore He's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Gosh. First pass of the day, a dot to oh, the corner. If, we, if there was an NFL draft, I, like if he was eligible, I, th- I think he would probably be a first round or a second round. Straight out of high school I mean, probably. just let him develop, you know, like <laughs> – you know, just that's just crazy how fast these quarterbacks are, are um, developing, you know, or coming just out of high school, college. Yeah, it, it's really cool. And it's, you know, it's something that as far as, you know, the Bears and, and you know, quarterbacks. So I think it's kind of encouraging because we've never we have never hit that, you know, the quarterback. We just never hit never. on that draft pick. Um, so hopefully, God willing, with everything that's going on and these quarterbacks coming out and they're you know, almost surefire um, picks. um Hopefully we get our guy here soon. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, we'll I'm, I'm sick of every Bears broadcast we hear. And he just broke Sid Luckman's record from 1946. I'm like, if I hear Sid Luckman one more time, I'm going to turn the TV off and rip it off the wall. But, <laughs> but Dave, we appreciate you for joining the show, man. It, it, it is an honor to sit here and talk with you, man. Uh, as always, we will definitely be chopping it up on Twitter. Uh, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find all your articles and things like that. Yeah, man, just uh, run back Dave on Twitter, um, and then you can follow Sports Mockery, obviously, if you want. Um, like I said, I appreciate having me on, man. We'll do it again. I'm um, glad we finally linked up. Um, and like I said, hopefully we'll, we'll talk again, and hopefully the Bears are 5-1 when we do so. Man, so. for sure, for sure, for sure. Or on their way to a Super Bowl. You never know. We'll, we'll, see, yeah. we'll see when the schedules <laughs> link up. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, but man. We want to know your opinions. Let us know in the comments below. I will be down there talking with each and every one of you. Uh, it is your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. We appreciate Dave for joining the show. If you want to continue watching our time, content, click the links here or check the links in the description below. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace.